Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Josh Lute, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Hello, everybody. And welcome to episode number 209 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. We have real talked a lot lately, and I will absolutely keep that trend going. But football is less than a month away, and I've got to get my picks on record so that I can win some serious money, and so that you people can also win some serious money because sports gambling is officially legal in mass. So let's take advantage. Let's get it going. And I figured the best way for me to do this because I got to do it in short time, I'm going to go over each division. I'm going to do the AFC and the NFC. So obviously I'm going to save the best for first. And I'm going to talk about the AFC North. And I'm going to talk about the NFC North divisions. I'm going to give you my over-under predictions on the season for each team. I'm going to tell you why I think what I think. It's been a while since I've talked about sports, so let's see how it goes. The teams in the North, you say, that means who is the king of the North? This is going to be fun, dude. (laughs) All right. So let's start with the NFC North. I'm going to start from the bottom. I'm going to work my way up. That's what she said. Not enough time, but it's true. The last place in the NFC North is obviously going to be the Lions. It's always the Lions, and uh, it's just kind of the way that it has to be. Nope, it's not. That's not exactly how it's going to happen. That is not exactly how it's going to happen. We're going to go upset city, bitch, because the Bears suck ass. And the O-line blows. Justin Fields is overrated. And away we go. Oh, yeah. I'm starting it off with a bang. The Bears are terrible. I'm telling you this. I'm Patrick Kearns, big mouth, small words. I'm telling you this. The Lions are not going to come in last, okay? The Bears winning five games is possible. But when I saw that the line was 6.5, I couldn't get my wallet out fast enough. There is no freaking way. Thank God that they have a quarterback like Justin Fields because with the offensive line that they have, they could be so, they might be the worst team in the NFL. I mean, they could definitely, they have the worst offensive line in the NFL and good luck running the ball, making anything happen on offense unless Justin Fields is going to run a million ways. It's going to be backyard football. It's going to be trash. Big, fat, under on the Bears. Write that down. Under 6.5 on the Bears. Take that shit to the bank. Now, this brings me to the Detroit Lions. And I like that their coach could slap my face off. I like that he wants to bite people's kneecaps off. A shit team like the Lions needs a strong voice in the locker room, and they have that with Dan the Man Campbell. I love the Lions. And you want to know what's amazing about the Lions? They're going on a quest for seven. They're a cat team. You saw what the Bengals did last year. You heard what I told you. And I'm not going to get there yet, but I'm just saying. You, you picking up what I'm putting down here? Goff isn't amazing. Not a great quarterback, but he can sling it. We've seen him. We saw him with the Rams. 
They have decent wide receivers. They drafted a lot of guys. They got a great running back in Swift, who I think is going to have a monster year. I have the Lions offensive line in the top 10. In the top 10. I think that they could take a few solid steps forward. Now, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs or anything crazy like that. I'm just saying that they're going to be decent. Um, Their number is 6.5, which I said. Okay, so it's a quest for seven for them. But look at the schedule really quick. Like if you're afraid, if you're listening to me and you're like, this guy's on crack, he doesn't know what he's talking about. They play the Bears twice. They're trash. They can win those games. The Giants, the Giants, Danny Dimeless, the Jaguars, they'll be a little better, but they still suck. The Seahawks, Mm. Geno Smith, the Jets, that's six wins right there. And then all they got to do is beat one decent team. I think it's winnable. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to say the Lions get seven wins. And listen, just go for them. Go for it. Let's go. Scared money don't make money here. This brings me to the Minnesota Vikings. And as I am a Viking myself with the Bruins, I wanted to give them the division win. But once again, it's the friggin' offensive line that scares me. I told you all last year, okay? that they were going to suck. And all of you were like, oh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, are oh, you wall? Yeah, well, what the frig happened? Art thou listening now, Mr. Krabs? Do you understand? I have them placing second in the division. And say what you want about Kirk Cousins, but the man does put up numbers. He's a chub, but he puts up numbers. They do have Dalvin Cook, as you guys have told me. They have elite wide receivers. The problem is, once again, as you're going to see, which is a trend for me, if your O-line sucks... It's going to be tough to do anything. And Kirk Cousins, I know what everyone's going to say. Yeah, well, you know, you don't like the offensive line. Well, Joe Burrow had the shittiest offensive line of all time, and he did something. If you're going to look me in the face and say that Kirk Cousins is Joe Burrow, I'm going to slap your face off, okay? Just be real with yourself, okay? Cousins ain't no Joe Burrow, so the Vikings are going to pay for that fact. Their over-under is nine. If it was 8.5, I would take the over. But at nine, oh, man, I don't think the Vikings are a playoff team. They they could be on the cusp of it because the NFC sucks. But, ooh, I see nine as a push. Ooh, my God, this is scary. Now I'm kind of I'm thinking about it. I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to say I'm probably going to get hit with a push here. So we're going to do that. We're going to take the over. And it's only because the NFC sucks, really. That brings me to the division-winning Green Bay Packers. I know they lost Devontae Adams. I know they got a little bit worse. Uh, They did bolster the defense in the draft. And with a decent offensive line, and you've got the thing is here, you got two running backs like Jones and Dylan. I mean, they're going to win a lot of games this year just because of their running game and not making huge mistakes on defense. It's like they're going to sleepwalk to a lot of wins. So Rodgers could legit throw to bums all day long, which he will. And they're still going to sleepwalk to double-digit wins. So the number is 11 for the Packers, and I'm taking the over. They aren't as good as they were last year, but they are still better than the rest of the division. So to recap on the NFC North, I'm going under on the Bears. And then we're having an over party. We're going over on the Lions. We're going over on the Vikings. We're going over on the Packers. And this 
brings me to a division that I know very, very, very well. <laughs> the AFC North. I love the AFC North. And it brings me immense pleasure to place the Pittsburgh Steelers in last place in the AFC North. And I want you guys to understand this, okay? The way that I go about doing this is I don't like look at a bunch of other people's shit and go, oh, well, this guy thinks that or this guy thinks that. I look at everyone's roster. I take the time, which, by the way, I might eventually, if I crush these picks, I might have people start paying just because it takes so much of my time, really. I, I rank every offensive line for every team. I rank their wide receiving core with the tight ends involved. Uh, I rank the front seven, so the linebackers and the linemen. I rank the secondaries. I rank the quarterbacks and the running backs all separately. I then tally what I think their grades are. I then figure out what I think is going to happen within the division. So it's a lot of work, okay? And the Steelers, even though, the only reason I said all that is because the Steelers always have a winning record. The last time they had a losing record was friggin' forever ago. But they're friggin', I just, they're in a tough division. They're in a tough division, man. And I'm telling you right now, they have a trash offensive line. They have a mediocre quarterback at best, no matter what, if it's Mitch Trubisky or if it's Pickett. They have a talented set of wide receivers in Deontay Johnson. They got Claypool. They lost Juju. But, dude, those guys are divas. They're moody, and they drop a lot of passes. I do love Pickens as a draft pick. He looks like an absolute monster. And if there's one thing the Steelers are good at, I would even say amazing at, it is producing beast wide receivers. But there's just so much against them. Like Najee Harris is a great running back, but running behind that line is not going to, he's just going to run into a wall. And their defense is legit. Not saying they're not. Their defense could be top 10 in the league, but the offense is just not going to be able to win these games. Like their total is set at 7.5. Is it possible they win eight games? I mean, it's possible. Is it likely? I lean towards no. It's, it's close, but I'm taking the under on the Steelers. The Steelers at some point will be back. But today they blow, and they're last in the north. And this brings me to the third team. I got the Cleveland Browns coming in third. Now, I can already hear all of you guys talking shit through the mics. Watson suspended 11 games, Pat. They have Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback, and he's not even that good. Yeah, all of that is true. And you know what else is true? The Cleveland Browns have the best offensive line in the NFL. Said it last year, saying it again. They have an elite running back in Nick Chubb. They traded for a legitimate number one wide receiver in Amari Cooper. They don't have good wide receiver depth. Peoples-Jones is their number two. But with that friggin' running game, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just like the Packers, where I feel like they're just going to sleepwalk to a lot of wins. As long as Jacoby Brissett doesn't make huge mistakes, I think they're going to be in a lot of these games. So... Their line is 8.5, and Vegas is a tricky bitch for sure. There's no question. I want to take the over, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take the under. If Watson was in the whole year, I would take the over. But after the four easy games that they have to start, 
they run through a gauntlet of teams, and I just think they're going to get smashed. So I'm going to take the under at 8.5. And now this, this right here was a tough choice for me to figure out. Who is the top dog of the AFC North, okay? People want to say the Bengals got a little lucky last year. Fair. Fair to say. Fair to say. People want to say the Ravens got unlucky last year. Fair to say, too. Not going to argue that. The Ravens are always dangerous, and they will come back strong this year, no doubt. But do they have the players to get it done? In my not-so-humble opinion, I say no. Their defense is going to be decent. I mean, I'll say they're going to be strong in the secondary, of course. But their front seven depth was a disappointment last year. And I promise not much has changed on offense. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. He's going to make plays because that's what he does. The running backs are decent. But their wide receivers are unproven and they're not ready, dude. They literally traded a guy that, that they used the most that was their number one guy. Not saying that Hollywood Brown was anything great. But he was what they had. And now I'm like, wow, you're putting these on rookies. You're putting it on guys that just can't do it. And the only reason I have them as a contender for the division crown is the offensive line. I mean, can you see the trend? I love the, I just think football becomes so much simpler if you've got guys that can give your quarterback a second. And their offensive line is going to be good this year. They got the return of Ronnie Stanley. And with the additions of like, you know, Tyler Limbaum and, and Morgan Moses, I, I think that unit is going to get back on track. I think they're going to be good. And the number for them is 9.5. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over, okay? They have a solid coach. They have one of the best kickers in the game. They have a solid line. I think they can do it, man. Game-changing quarterbacks help. So take the over. And now this brings me <laughs> to the division winner of the AFC North. You know who it is. I know who it is. Who is it? Ladies and gentlemen, turn your attention to the Southwest Corridor. Other way, imbeciles. And stop. Perfect. Representing the chum bucket, a creature so fearsome, so terrible, so mind-bendingly large that those of you with weak constitutions may want to leave the stadium. I gotta get out of here! Too late! Ready or not, here he comes. Quake with fear, you mortal fools. Bow down before the awesome might of... Yes, 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 the Cincinnati Bengals. The team that you refused to believe in last year. The team that you think is a one-hit wonder. The team that I'm going to piss you off with. If you dare to go against me, I'm telling you right now. Last year's champion of the entire AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals. This was one of the easiest things I've ever done. And it's not... I know that I kind of just went in there and was like, oh... This is going to be tough because I was thinking of the Ravens, but no, it's not. When you go position by position and you really draw it up, it, it's not close, dude. You saw what Joe Burrow, what Joey did on one leg with no offensive line last year, right? You better hope they don't fix that offensive line. That was their only flaw. Ooh, 
oh, wait, it's too late. They went from the worst offensive line in football to grabbing a bunch of glass eaters. That's right. They call them the glass eaters. They got Collins from the Cowboys. They got Ted Karras from the Pats. They got Alex Kappa from the Bucks. I bet Brady wishes they still had that guy. At worst, their offensive line is a top 15 offensive line, okay? They have the best receiving core in the NFL, as I told you last year, and you didn't believe me, but it is true. Joe Mixon and Chris Evans. Chris Evans, write that name down. Captain America is going to be very good this year. They're going to be so good with an offensive line, it's really kind of going to be unfair. We're going to average over 30 points a game easily. We have the best kicker in the NFL in Money Mac. The man is so good. Joe Burrow is probably going to win the MVP. Joseph Lee Burrow. My goodness. I'm telling you, the defense is solid enough to create turnovers. I see a lot of wins in the Bengals' future. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Pick them to win the division. I already bet on it. Big bet. And I'm telling you right now, they're winning this division. At first, I was going to bet on the quest for 10. But they're going to win the division. I bet on both. But anyway, pound the over on the 9.5. Because it's not 10 anymore. It's 9.5. Pound the over. It's the quest for 10. We're going to crush it. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And you should follow me into glory. So to recap... I have the Steelers under, I have the Browns under, I have the Ravens over, and I have the Bengals over. Now, I'm going to be posting this, obviously, and if you follow me at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast, I'm going to be putting these on my story. I'll put them as a highlight so that you can check it out, so make sure that you do that. I plan on winning a lot of money. I hope you follow me. Let's crush it this year. I'm very excited to get it going. I'm happy to be talking sports. I'm going to keep real talking it. So as I always say at the end of every episode, go to at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I'm going to be putting up all these picks, all the lines. Let's get it going. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate y'all. Good luck. And I'll see you on the next Real Talk. <laughs>